Galaxy Gab and Jam, episode 151. All right, all right. What are we talking about today? Okay, this one topic is adjacent to um, a topic that's taken us 30 years to figure out. Right. But it's that thing that if you're the pretty girl, you're forgettable. But right. if you're ugly and you have that feature that kind of really um that people remember that right so more interesting is more important than beautiful so yeah. our topic today is i'd rather be awful than be blah right yeah yeah so meaning that i'd rather have a ton of horrible reviews <laughs> than to not have any reviews at all right you know because right. if someone if, if someone could be apathetic about you yeah then that's not yeah right you know so we're just watching this uh Documentary on Norman Lear. And they were talking about On the Family. And they said, you know, when CBS was talking about, you know, the first episode of All in the Family is getting ready to make its debut, Mm -hmm. they say either it's going to be like completely horrible. Right. Or it's going to be the greatest thing ever. Right. And that's what we're talking about. Yes. Is that, and, and so they were talking about the seismic event that happened with All in the Family mm-hmm. and what it did for television yeah. and how it changed people's lives and things like that. And that's the reason why we had that thing of saying, hey, I'd rather be awful, awful than to be blonde. Right. So so there are four, five points. Actually, I added an extra one. Five points to consider. And actually, this contradicts what uh, Les Brown said on a recent episode of Every Day is Saturday. Right. On his latest interview um, with Sam Crowley, he said that the most important thing that a, a rock star could have or, or a person building their own uh, bu- a business could have is talent. He said right. the ability to communicate, the ability to tell a story, and this goes directly against that. So here are five points to consider for being memorable rather than being perfect. Right. So now this is where I'd like to kind of jump on and say, I guess it depends on how we're saying that. What do you mean? So meaning that if we're just talking about the ability to tell a story, right? I don't know if that has anything to do with necessarily musical talent. Okay. So, so meaning that I, I think that does kind of go with being awful. So okay. let, me, let me explain how okay. that works. All okay, right. so let's let's think about movements, right? So yes. we start our number one. Yeah, movements are created from being off. Yes, right. And I would say that the reason why is that even even though people think they're awful, they are telling a story. Okay. So meaning that that okay. that so if we think about jazz, right? Yeah. Jazz first started, people were taught it's not music, it's yeah. blah blah blah, whatever else. That's one level, yeah. right? Then once jazz kind of had its foothold and everything else. Here comes rock and roll, right? right. Same right. type of thing. It's awful. Hey, they're using two chords, and that's all they're doing. Right. But they always tell the story, right? Yeah. Then let's say after you know, bloated rock kind of happened. Then <laughs> what do you get? Punk, right? Right. You know, yeah. and again, they're telling a story. You know, fuck the establishment. Right. That's the story, that, right? <laughs> so then, I mean, once again, I think maybe all of them are saying, yeah, right? all along the way, they're all probably saying the same thing. Because yeah. then, right, you know, after we come through the glitzy '80s and oh, yeah. all the rest of this kind of stuff, all this, you know, great, great music in the '80s, what happens? Hip hop, right? Yeah. And once again, they're saying, what? Fuck the establishment. Yeah, again, true. you know, that's every true. time they're giving yeah. this finger to the establishment. Yeah. So, but, you know, each time mm-hmm. there's this lack of appreciation for yes. what these Especially people are doing. from the critics. Which yeah, is, from the critics, from yeah, musicians. Yeah, from, you know, yeah. hey, I'm one of them. Yeah. I was one of the music snobs that was coming up during the 80s that was like, hey, you know, I spent all this time playing guitar, yeah. learn how to play keyboards, <laughs> learn well, a little bit of keyboards, learn how to play, you know, bass and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And what? 
somebody gets a sample something and make a gazillion. What is it? Right. You know, yeah. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. so I, I, I get it. I right. understand right. it. But that's kind of the way things happen. You know. Right. So you are right in the sense that talent in the way that you might see it. Right. Right. Doesn't necessarily equate to success. Yeah. As I can understand the whole thing, you do have to have that ability to tell a story to connect with people. Right. I think that's may have been yeah. where he was going with. Yeah, and I, so. I mean I think so, but yeah. I mean that alone is not gonna do it. No. But but back to what you were saying, uh, one of our points is that movements are created from what people consider awful because yes. early on the critics just don't get it. We just were listening to um, the, the Prince, um, the book, the Prince, uh, uh yeah. biography, yeah. uh, from the guy. And he was saying that yeah. Minneapolis didn't accept yeah. Prince and a lot of other Minneapolis natives right. who, who had to go find their fame elsewhere and come right. back that, because the critics, and even still, even once he made it big, right. they, uh, the guy was saying that Prince still was not treated well by the local critics and right. music critics and journalists. Still wasn't treated, you know, the way that you would think that he right. would have been treated locally. Right? Right. Right. Even just a thought that I had, you know, yeah. I, I would have thought that in Minnesota, he was king, you right. know, because I know like in Detroit, he was definitely Oh, king. he was king, you know, right. One no right. doubt about it. So I was thinking if he's getting this in Detroit, he must be really getting it in, in Minnesota. In his hometown. Plus he seemed like he loved it, so. Um, right. All right, so the second point to consider when being memorable rather than being perfect yeah. is, again, you remember, and th this goes back to probably the news cycle, this goes back to reviews, right? that a lot of times it's your awful experiences that you remember and right. that you tell other people. Right. So it's not so much, and, and I still say that with our daughter, when it comes time to share something from... You know, to, to, hey, have you heard so-and-so? Right. It's usually something awful. Here, right. listen to how awful it sounds or right, listen yeah. to how bad how it is. Bad I'm is like, right, right. why are you, and I mean, not that she doesn't share good stuff too, but right. I would say the ratio right. of sharing what she thinks is awful versus what she thinks is great yeah. is, is probably double the bad stuff. Right. Like, and, oh, look how stupid this is. Like, And yeah. we, we have to understand that during this election cycle, I think we've probably seen that epitomized more than anything else. Because yeah. I, I, really, I think truthfully, most people who voted for Joe Biden were not motivated to vote for Joe Biden. They were motivated yeah. to vote against Donald okay. Trump. Right. So, so that that was the awful, right? You know, yeah. and then you know you had the people who were motivated right. to vote for Trump because they thought he was the greatest thing ever, yeah. the greatest president ever. Yeah. So that's certain people who are motivated to vote against <laughs> him because he was the worst president right. in history, and then other people who were motivated, the right, because right. he's the greatest right. one in history. And right. I, I think that epitomizes more than anything. Yeah. And then. In this election, we had the most votes cast ever. ever. Right. You know, and it was an epitome of everything else. You know, we, yeah. we're in the midst of a shutdown. There's really nothing else going on. Yeah. So, you know, people couldn't be distracted by other stuff. Yeah, that's true. This was able yeah. to really kind of elevate. So it was just a perfect storm of that. Yeah. That, that Donald ugly. Trump epitomized it's, it's the great motivated. and the awful. Yeah. Together in one. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I think that, that really... It helped create a movement. I mean, right. it has. It, yeah. it, 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 against 
and four. four yeah. You yeah, know, so yeah. and he did both. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, in that sense, Mr. Trump, you should really be happy about that. I know. You know, there's one thing that you can really take solace in <laughs> is that you were the first candidate in history right. to motivate more people to vote against you <laughs> than for you. And you voted a hell of a lot of people to vote for yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. Way to go, sir. <laughs> Awesome. So. All right. Um, number three for points to consider for being memorable rather than perfect is as long as awful is a sincere expression of something deeper, then there is a sustainable future for it. Yeah. So as, as long as you're not just jumping on the bandwagon, which, you know, I bet back in the 90s, we found ourselves doing a little bit with the rap thing. We have the right. Lost Rap album. Right. Um, which you'll never hear. And, you know, just other, that people jump on movements yeah, they do. just to, you know, the punk or whatever else. Right. Just to, so they can say, hey, I'm I'm hip and cool even with the underdogs. Right. But if they don't really feel it, if it's not there. Right, right. It's got to be sincere. Yeah. Because so, I, I think, you know, something that, that might have epitomized it. But I think during the punk movement, mm. and this, this is what I think may have helped the police. So, like, the police jumped on the punk movement mm-hmm. as it was coming. But... There was another movement that went along with the punk movement, which was the new wave. Yeah. So yeah. so so there was new wave and there was punk. Yeah. You know, and I think it was kind of like new wave where people who were looking for something that was edgy, right? But with a little bit more musical sensibility. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, because I think I was more of a new waver yeah. than I was a punker. Right. You know, yeah. so, and so so they kind of rolled the coach. Right. They were able to fly right into new wave, right? And not necessarily going to punk. It's sort of yeah. like the the Prince Dirty Mind album is probably yeah. more. It's got a little punk sensibility to it. Yeah. But I think it. it Epitomizes more new way yeah. than it does punk. Yeah. You know, so I even though the know. branding with that black and white cover right. was very punk. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, punk. Yeah, very yeah. punk yeah. kind of branding about yeah. it. But that was yeah. the thing about punk and new way. And so that kind of allowed people who had a certain amount of musicality about themselves yeah. to slip into the punk movement mm-hmm. without having to say, hey, I'm, I'm a punker. Right. Because you can be a new waiver. Right. You know, so that kind of yeah. helped out for that. You yeah. know, Blondie, some of the other groups yeah. that, you know, seem like as they start to get a little bit more musical, a little yeah. bit more... And then more brand, more sexy, more, yeah. I guess, just more um, polished. Yeah, more of a pop know. sensibility, yeah. for lack of a better way of putting yeah. it. it. There was this new wave category yeah. that kind of saved for that, you yeah. know. But early on, hip-hop, it really didn't have that, yeah. you know. So, yeah. I mean, hip-hop was built from the ground up, even yeah. though, you know, Gil Scott Heron's been here all along, but that's a whole nother yeah. uh, topic for another day. All right, the fourth thing to consider when deciding whether to be memorable rather than perfect is back to what we were saying before. Who says it's awful? Usually it's people who are establishment, mainstream. They don't get it. They have no vision. So a lot of times that's not even the person that you really care about. Right. You know, appealing to. Right. And again, the the people who these individuals were telling their stories to, Mm -hmm. they enjoyed it. You know, like the block parties, things like that, that hip hop kind of grew up in in the street. They enjoyed it. And so then all of a sudden, as far as, you know, it kind of going out to the mainstream, Mm -hmm. you know, they had no... They, they didn't think to themselves, okay, mm-hmm. they're not going to like it. Or, you know, I don't even know if they can. Right. It was like, if they was don't, then say, I can do what I'm doing. Or you know? the other option was sometimes they wanted, like we were talking about before, they wanted to get that explicit 
and the parent parental advisory sticker right. back when after when that came out. Yeah. It was like, okay, they were on a mission. Yeah. Like I want the establishment not to like me so right. that I can get this sticker. Right. I want to be considered so far out there. Right. You know. That, so, yeah, it, and that's that's the thing too. And that's the same thing with the pump movement. It's like you, yeah. you're playing clubs, you're doing the rest of that stuff. As far as you know, you are accepted. You're yeah. accepted by the audience that you're telling your story to. Yeah. And to the extent that it then goes on to something else, yeah. like the sex pistols or something else. You know, then they have to accept you for what you are. Yeah. Because you do what you do. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. you know, I, so I, I think they were talking about Elvis Costello when he was first on, um, he was first on Saturday Night Live. Uh, you know, he had a certain song that he was supposed to do. Uh-huh. And, you know, in the middle of that song, he started the song. And uh-huh. in the middle of it, he said, oh, no, 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 radio, radio. And so he played the song radio, radio. Oh, wow. From that point, you know, he was banned from Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. But that banning, Helped him. Right. So again, you know, right. so it, you know, and Saturday Night Live was cutting edge. Right. You got banned from cutting edge. Right. So that really kind of uh, yeah. gives you that wow. thing. You know what I mean? So it was an awful thing to do. Right. But, but that's what made it memorable. Right. I didn't even know that. So now I'm learning something new. And then finally, this kind of ties back into the last couple points. Uh, last point to consider when considering whether to be memorable rather than perfect is what is lost when you are perfect? What? Who are you trying to please? And where is the you right. in that? I mean, is it something you really, you know, again, it, you have to feel it if you're trying to be perfect because perfect usually means you feel uh, there's some type of insecurity that's apparent to yeah. me yeah. when you're when you're trying to be perfect because usually there's a set of standards. Right. And so the question is, again, go, you know, deciding... Okay, who I am, does that is that important for me to line up right. with, you know, whatever the, you know, I guess for us, genre. Right. I, you know, I think that that kind of goes to the, the Miles Davis way of looking at stuff. So that I think, you know, he felt like that, too, that there's a certain amount of line that goes along with the perfection. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying by that is that he didn't rehearse the band. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, it was, you know, like Harry Hancock got with him. It's like, oh, so, you know, we're rehearsing, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you play what you play right. on the stage. And so there was yeah. something about playing jazz was supposed to be in the moment. Organic, and it can't, yeah. it can't be yeah. in the moment if you know everything ahead of time right. that you're going to do. Because yeah, like it, it's not organic. You, you're supposed to, you know, what you're creating for this audience is their experience, oh, is your wow, experience, like is what that. we're doing in this moment. Right. And then and the next audience, right. right, don't get the same thing because yeah. you're feeling something else. And that's the kind of thing that he wanted okay. to have with his band is that. It epitomizes what that, Elvis Costello did. He right. wasn't feeling it, then he moved on to something else. You want that tightrope, you know? Yeah. I mean, so that that's, yeah. you know, that's a whole different type of thing. That's you know? definitely so. feeling to you because you really have to. Say what am I feeling in this moment? Right. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's yeah. the thing. This that's that's what true true drag, jazz and you know, and Miles's uh-huh. thought that that's, that's the way he felt about it. You I know, like I'm not that. saying I'm not saying that that's for everybody. Right. Because I probably would be a little nervous with that one. But yeah. But but, but I think his whole thing was you already have the chops. Yeah. That it's right, not like right. you, you know you right. know music. Yes. You understand music. This is the language that we're we're yes. we're we're speaking. And we you know, don't this need, is the key that we we're at. We're going here. We're going. You know where these songs are going. Yeah. So go with it. Yeah. You know, and then I play something. I want you to not just say okay. He played something. I want you to react, right? Because we we should be having this active conversation, yeah. Wow. You know, in, in front of the audience, we should be doing that. You know, wow. and so that's that's that kind of 
And if you make a mistake, mm-hmm. it's part of the moment. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that that's part I was about of to it. say that's a whole nother philosophy. I mean, I know I, the live performance always has had a a, a a version of that. Yeah. But 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 it's rehearsed. It's like you know, like you know, Prince's band was always very very rehearsed. Oh, I didn't rush. You, you know, know right? If you drop yeah. a note, it's like this big thing. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I mean, it's so so yeah. so even if you. You decided on changes to the song. Yeah, you, you rehearsed those changes right. to the song. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so that's that's the part that's a little bit different than hey, you know, we playing kind of blue. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we rolling. But I'm gonna do something a little bit different. Yeah. You know, and now I want you guys to react to what I did. Yeah, right. Yeah. You they probably I mean? would throw throw something out there right. just just to shake it up. But that's kind of why jazz is kind of like that, meaning that it's, it, you know, especially people who are jazz aficionados, you know, that it's important to know who played, yeah. what date it was yeah, played. Yeah, that's true. And this true. is playing, and all the rest is kind of, so then you'll know, oh, this is when they played, right. and like this, right. you know, and this is when they play, you know, and yeah. that that wow. makes it completely different, yeah. you know, so that, you know, it, it's, it's again, it's, it's one of those type of things that's organic to that oh, moment. I like that. So, that's- that's kind of sexy. All right, what do you think? Can you be too ugly or too awful? I don't think you can. <laughs> and, you know, send me your bad reviews. Please, <laughs> send them. And then what does perfection cost you? As an artist, again, right? I, if, you are, if you are really, truly trying to express something, trying to figure out if it lines up with whatever these parameters are, what is it costing you? So we'd right. like to know what you think on the topic. We're always open for different opinions. Yeah. So make sure you drop it in the comments below. Um, I wanted to talk about our Black Friday deals. Hot off the press. Just We just uh, figured this out this morning. We have a Sugar Fit Sweet CD deal. And that's 20 bucks. You get the CD. You get the um, some candy that epitomizes the sugar fit ethos. You get a sugar fit ornament, which we will be creating ourselves. You get the sticker, and then you get a personal note from the band, from BPJ. So that is our Sugar Fit Sweet CD deal. And then we have the Sweet Tea deal where we add the additional T-shirt. Again, we'll give you a value for it. So you'll get well over what it costs. Check out the links below and... And hey, you sure to pick. That's, if that's, that's you dig the vibe, be sure, sure to, to subscribe and sugar fit. And sugar fit. Yeah. And we're wishing you love, peace, and chicken grease. And sugar fit. And sugar fit. Yeah. Yeah.